This is JFM Podcast. Every day, political stories fill our airways. Morning, the national chairman of the police community relations. From the regular. It is time for us to unite and move the step forward. To the absurd. The Senate president has sent prayers to your mailbox. News headlines get us talking. For every story that makes the headlines, you need experts and analysts. The complaint basically is they will say motivation. I mean, the page yeah, yeah, motivation and even the moral. And then we don't produce. We consume. You see, the social investment program was almost like a charity funding. Did it reached the poorest of the poor and it what form you borrowed and dashed people money dashed every weekday from 5 p.m to 6 p.m join ponsa fanab and gilbert joseph on nigeria at sunset as they dissect trending political and social issues bringing light to darkness and voices to silence because as i am now i'm a very confused man because whether to go to left or go to right Very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsak Fanabs. A beautiful Thursday evening, 25th of January 2024. Gilbert, good evening. How's your day and how's the going, sir? Good evening, Ponsak. Um, my day was okay. My day was, it was something that looks like a deja vu uh, because all through the week, you know, we've been in all of this. Um, almost like the same cycle, if I may say. And today is almost like a repeat of that. When you're up and about for um, not not anything different, yeah. But for the um, compulsory sad incidents that have to surround you as an individual. But uh, I want to say something here, Ponsak, that regardless of the occurrences. People have to be really conscious. People have to be mindful of the need to protect the mind, which is the most critical and important engine of the human soul and body. Yeah. Because, um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that you brought this up. I was, uh, you reminded me of what uh, I was going to say. I was mm-hmm. listening to David King in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, I can relate to how he was feeling, mm-hmm. you know. And it got to a point that he was even sobbing, you know, on live radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what we do, we appeal to the good consciences mm-hmm. of people to say, please, we don't want violence. We don't want, you know, we're tired of it. Uh, it's not a progressive thing, you know, in our society. Uh, and then you keep screaming, you know, on top of your lungs uh, just for, you know, the killers to go back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, I would say what they know how to do best. You know, that's what they know how to do mm-hmm. best. Just talk uh, and treat. Yeah, and I, I, I cannot, I, I, I mean, I, I understood perfectly with how uh, David King was feeling, you know, uh, in the morning. And uh, it's, it's, it's really painful. You know, that is, a, I mean, uh, for me, it's a point of frustration. What, what is left to be said that hasn't been, been said? said? What is left to be done, perhaps, that, that hasn't, hasn't been, been done? done? You know, uh, how should we tackle, you know, this problem? 
Uh, for me, I was, you know, that morning I was, I was driving. I was, you know, uh, heading somewhere. But when I was listening, I said, I can, you know, understand. I, I perfectly understand how you feel. My, yeah, my, it's, it's, it's really frustrating. And just, I think, was it yesterday or the day before? On social media of one of my friends, of course, I go, but you know her. Uh, she said that they were almost caught up in that mango unfortunate situation uh they were coming back from a funeral and they had to pass through mango local government and then the youths you know mining the streets and making sure that uh you know things Indeed, are brought under yeah. control they almost you know mistake uh, them yeah harass you know they were harassing them and based on what you know my friend said she said that was the first time she encountered you know a crisis situation because I would say that that's a near-death experience. Yeah. It's just a small comment or small, you know, uh, misunderstanding of body language that may just trigger and before you know it, one person. Cool. I, I, that is how it happens. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just within the split of a second. Mm -hmm. It's really... Uh, I'm really pain. I mean, I've been trying to reach uh, my friends in Mangu, but... Uh, it hasn't been connected. Yes, I was, I was speaking with somebody before yeah. we began the show. Yeah. And he said it's like the network has been disconnected in Mangu local government. That's why he suspected. Well, well so we perhaps don't. that's a reason. I, yeah. I don't know. We how. don't know. We, yes, we shouldn't yes, speculate. Yes. I've been really trying. I mean, I said, uh, I sent WhatsApp. I even, uh, you know, was hard on myself that why don't I have their emails? Mm -hmm. Maybe to send them mm -hmm. emails. Mm -hmm. uh, how are you doing? I hope, help. you know, everything. Uh, but I've been trying, you know, throughout yesterday, uh, most of the mornings I've been trying, you know, maybe to get them to uh, hear what's going on, but, you know, uh, to no avail. The thought that I have is that what has Mangu, you know, done to deserve this carnage, this um, inhumanity? It's not even in, it's not inhumane to kill again. I think it's barbaric, you know, it's and I would say that I, I mean, this is what I, from my observation with nature, nature doesn't, nature kills only what it can eat. But animals don't kill their kind. You know, have you ever seen a lion, lion hunting over hunting, hunting a lion? lion? You know, so that's most of the animals, except, you know, uh, fish. I don't think even fish, you know, eat their own kind, like a whale hunting a whale. You know, to what they do with their kind is they procreate that because that is your know, progressive, you know, mm -hmm. thing to do. But look at, you know, how humans are. And, you know, we claim that we're the most rational, yeah, rational animals. We have, mm -hmm. uh, we're sentient. You know, we have consciousness, we have emotions. You know, we have. I was watching, you know, one video of uh, a young man that was, you know, uh, massacred. And allegedly from Mangu, he was saying, he was saying in Hausa, Kukasheni, kill me, kill me. And then they slit his throat, you know, with the machete. cutlass, machete, yeah. And that's how, you know, he just died. I heard that story, man. Yeah, and, and the video, you know, the and, guy was, you know, to watch it. citing uh, his religious, you know, text. I said, you know, number one, this guy doesn't observe any religion. Because there's no religion under the sun that will tell you to kill. Except, you know, you are misapplying, you know, religion. 
Because if there's any religion that is harmful to society, of course the Nigerian state will not permit that religion. The Nigerian state will not permit that religion. But you find all you know, these people, uh, and uh, Gilbert, I, there was this time that I had a conversation with uh, someone. I said, uh, he's a well-respected person, you know, peace building, he has done uh, his best. I said, maybe we should... I said, if I had money, I'll pay researchers to, like, research back 20, 30 years before 7th of September in Plato. And why? Here's my reason. I would like to know what is that one idea that was allowed to germinate in society and then it spread because ideas are dangerous and they have dear consequences in human society. It was because of one idea that Hitler had and then he exterminated 7 million Jews or 6 million Jews. So ideas are very terrible. They are dangerous. Just look at, you know, uh, people, someone, you know, somewhere will just, you know, sit and say, uh, start, you know, wanting to ferment, like just change people's thinking, dehumanize them to become animals. And then they carry machete, they carry guns, and start, you know, killing. Instead of looking for how, uh, there's a Russian philosopher, I always forget his name. He said, competition is the law of the jungle. Collaboration is the law of civilization. But I think that we're, we're yet, you know, to get there as a, a society. Um, let's play this insert. When we come back, uh, our guests will help us to understand some of these issues. Uh, it's going to be a conversational uh, discussion, you know. It's going to be conversational. That's the mode of the program uh, today. And of course, as always, this uh, the CBN Governor Cardoso saying that uh, the Naira is undervalued and inflation is expected to drop this year. When we come back, the show will continue. Stay here. Among the factors contributing to this positive outlook is the expectation of improved crude oil prices and production, highlighting the crucial role the oil industry is expected to play in driving economic growth. Inflationary pressures are expected to decline in 2024 due to the CBN's inflation targeting policy, which aims to rein in inflation to 21.4%. This will be aided by improved agricultural productivity and the easing of global supply chain pressures. We believe that the Naira is currently undervalued. And coupled with coordinated measures on the fiscal side, we will expedite genuine price discovery in the near term. We are implementing a comprehensive strategy to improve liquidity in our FX markets in the short, medium, and long term. Our focus is on addressing fundamental issues that have hindered the effective operation of our markets over the
Yeah, well, glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jones. My name is Ponsak Fanam. My name is Gilbert Joseph. We have Comrade Gacha Mikey with us. Good evening. Thank you very much for coming. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Well, I, I don't know, uh, Comrade Gan. I don't know where, you know, to start from. Uh, but let's talk about, you know, what we're uh, discussing, ideas. Because I believe that uh, this thing start from an individual conceiving a very evil idea in his heart to say, I don't want the Magavug people. I don't want them because, you know, they are this, you know, they are this. Uh, I want their land, but I don't want to, you know, go about getting their lands uh, legitimately. I want their vegetation, and I think that if I kill and terrorize them, I'm going to occupy. All these, you know, are human ideas, and human beings have always uh, used kinetic force to subdue and conquer, you know, other human beings. What are you? What are your thoughts about you know this renewed violence? I see some people, you know, AP, especially APC members, and I'm I'm sorry to say, but I think that you are wrong to think that uh, uh, for maybe accepting people, you know, your political friends to guilt trip you to believe that is the APC. I I I said that even if Doctor Nentao is the most evil of human beings. I think that he's a decent human being, you know, for him not to even contemplate killing because he has sought to serve people. But why are, you know, other people, you know, accusing and bringing political coloration into something that is... And for me, I think that is very dangerous, Comrade Ashamaiki, because if politicians take over the conversation, we're not going to have the truth we're not going to get to the root source so i don't like you know the distraction uh pdp some pdp people are saying ah no it's the apc some apc people are saying no it's the pdp i think that they are both of them are politicizing and if they do that society will not make meaningful progress weapons well, first i i would like to extend my deepest condolence and um, um sharing the pains of the recent killings on the plateau, especially Mangu, and to condemn it in its totality, and to clearly demand for um, proactive measures by security agencies. We cannot keep going through this circle of crisis. If the one that took place on the eve of Christmas was an error, mm. the one that took place after Christmas uh, was still preparing, how do we justify this? You know, killings that have taken place. I know one of my major fear all this while about the, the conflict um, in Mangu, Bokos, and Barik and Ladi was for Ross to be able to manage it um, um, at the level of criminality, at the level of farmer headers, and let's not get ethnic and let's not get religious. And now that a church is said to have been born and a mosque has been born, it means that we're crossing the line. We're still witnessing um, curfew up to this moment. Mangu. And, and still. We're still getting a lot of uh, funny reports that are not encouraging. And so we, we've crossed the line. And it's always difficult when you get there to come back. And so for me, I think it's, it's an issue that um, we shouldn't bring politics into it. Whether you're APC, Abga, Labour Party, APP, whatever you are. I, I see the human, political actors yes, struggling to human life, excuse themselves. Yes, no, uh, human life is more dear yeah. and more important to each and every one of us. And if you're a politician and you finish killing people, people are dead, who are you going to govern over or who are you going to politic over and all of, all of this kind of thing. So I think it's a very sad um, situation that we find ourselves. It's a situation that we should not allow it to have gotten to this level. But now that we're there or here, we need to sort it out. 
we cannot pretend. And honestly speaking, but the question is, what have we? What what will be done that hasn't been done? What will be said that hasn't been said? Yet? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So what? what nothing. I mean, how and, can uh, we do, get do, a solution? Do you know, of recent, I've decided to just switch off on this issue. And even today, when, with, when I walked into the stage, I was just going to say, can we, can we just play music and allow life to run? And, and let's see how things will solve itself. Because, again, uh, recently I was talking to a friend, um, not based in, in Joss. I said, look, don't you think this plateau crisis, people should just be allowed to fight until they are tired, and then probably they will solve it. So people keep saying that it's not working. From 2001 till date, we've had crisis one after the other, from one local government to the other. We've had several GOC come and go several police commissioner of police, STF has been here, and again, governors have come and gone too. Of course. And, and, and this is where we are. And so, it's either we're dealing with the wrong actors, or the criminals are wiser, or the people creating problems know better, or the people are weak, or we just don't want to accept the reality, or people don't just want to do anything because it doesn't affect them. And like we're discussing before we came on the shows, each time there are killings, not only in Plateau to any other part of the country, as humans... As civilized people, as people with blood flowing in our veins and human beings, we need to condemn it. Because it doesn't matter whether it's your ethnic group, it doesn't matter whether it's your religious group, it doesn't matter whether it's your local government. You could be passing there for wedding. Yeah. You could go there for naming ceremony. You could go there for burial. You could go there for research or any other thing. And you become a victim. And so we need to condemn this in totality. But beyond condemning it, honestly, we need to start demanding for accountability from those that need to be held accountable. You see, you cannot have... Uh, uh, um, all of the state apparatus. When the last killings took place, mm. there was no single human being that mattered in this country that was not in Plateau State except Mr. President. And by the virtue of the fact that the Vice President was here, mm-hmm. Mr. President was adequately mm-hmm. represented. Absolutely. And so what exactly, what, all the promises that were made, where, where are we and what are the issues? And you, you hear today pe- uh, people have been arrested, you hear today people have been repelled, you hear this, there's so much speculation around. I think we need to address this issue. With yeah, the but in, of in addressing you know, this issue, Comrade Chemaiki, we currently have two military operations in Plato, Operation Safe Haven, we have Operation Hadron Damisa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and these are all funded by taxpayers. Operation Safe Haven has been, uh, I think, since 2010, yeah. they're about, yeah. yes, after the 2008 uh, aftermath of the election, uh, and then Operation uh, Hader in Damisa, just you know, last year, we have Operation Rainbow. All of this special security formation that the taxpayers keep giving you know their monies to, but they are not being protected. What should the taxpayers do? I, I, I think, again, um, before I address what the taxpayers should do, you know, in, in the work we do, there are people we call um, um, shadows, um, you don't see them. They sit somewhere and give instructions. Shadow parties. Shadow parties. You don't see them. And so we need to start looking at who are the sponsors of this thing. Who are the people that are benefiting from this issue beyond those foot soldiers that were told are hired for neighboring state or any other yeah, place? Yeah, but for how long, and, and, like and, Maybe these people are ghosts. Well, they cannot be ghosts. They are human. Because we don't want to do what we need to do. You see, when, when, and I tell you, for some, you, you agree with me. When government is serious about you, government will pick you and government yeah. will deal with you. Is it not Nandikanu that went to Cameroon when, I, I mean, I say uh, Kenya, Kenya around the war and he was picked finally? Have we not seen when government zeroed down on the, on the Sheikh in Zaria, they were able to take their action? Is it not the same government that had the prince of, of Sokoto, uh, em, um, what do you call it, uh, uh, Sultan of, uh, Dasuki. of Dasuki, Dasuki for, for almost Dasuki. four years? This is government at work. So whenever government want to act, government will act. And so when you see government being indifferent, it's because they don't feel concerned about the issue, whatever we want to say. And so as taxpayers, 
I'm not one for protests again. I'm tired of protests. I'm not going to be on the street again. Because we've done these protests over and over again. And even the last protest that took place, I asked myself, to what end? What is the result? What's what the result? The outcome, yeah. Now we are, we are here again. And so we need to take more drastic measures. That it's in the country where people have no shame, you hardly hear anybody saying, because I'm in charge of this place, one person was killed, I'm resigning, or I'm asking for people to investigate this issue. Do you know even if they set up a commission of inquiry today, I'm not going to make any presentation, neither will I even pay attention to that, because the question is, what have we done with those that have been yeah. uh, set in the past? And so, the danger of what we're discussing today, my friends, is the fact that when people are fed up, when people don't see hope, when people don't see a light at the end of the tunnel, and people are pushed the wall, people are bound to fight back. And that's where you have total anarchy. And that's how you, why you have, when, when we're going to have massive destruction. Because at that point, people have seen that, look, we don't have anybody to run to. Mm -hmm. People now want to take their destiny into their hands and fight back. And so, like you rightly pointed, we, we cannot be having all of these structures of security layers, and then we're having this kind of killings, and you will accept anybody to applaud. We need to be asking those difficult questions. Is it that we don't have adequate manpower? Is it that we don't have adequate resources? Is it that the people don't want to do their work? Or is it that the criminals are wiser or know the terrain better than, than other people? And so it, it, the question is endless. I think all we are looking for at this point of our life is answers to this question. No more questions, no more uh, uh, interrogating the process. That look, who has the solution to this issue? Provide that solution. Mm. The attention you know, of the federal government in time past, you know, close and after the Christmas Eve attacks, yes, to say, um, is one that I think you have commented on. And if I get your point, there is some commendation from your end to that effect. But in conflict resolution, interpersonal, you know, conflict resolution, even not necessarily the sorts of conflicts that we have in Plateau State, requires treating every wound or every situation in isolation. Let's look at since from when this incident began on Tuesday. What responses have you seen again from the federal government? And of course, with the flagging off of the operation, you know, Hader and Damisa Ponsak mentioned, is there, is there any sort of assessment you have seen of the operation of the military there that you think the federal government should have carried out? Do a post-mortem, even if it were a quarterly review, for example, because since the governor came, you know, they've been there. So what are the successes? What are the impediments to recording a total success and all of these things? What have you seen in the part of the federal government in light of the recent incidents? Well, I think over the years, what I've seen is lack of consistency. We, we, we love what we call Nigeria Fire Brigade approach. We just go pour water on the flame we can see, and we forget the fire beneath the flame to say, look, how did we get this fire get ignited in the first place? What are those issues we need to do? Nobody's talking about social justice. Nobody's talking about uh, 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 accountability. Nobody's talking about transparency. Nobody's asking those difficult questions. And all of us, I dare to say, on the street of Plateau, we know the issues, we know the solution, but who, like they would say, who is going to bail the, 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 the card is the issue. We always want to be politically correct. Today I was reading on one of the major uh, newspapers that uh, one of the leaders had been invited to the defense headquarters because of um, a comment he made asking questions. 
Say that again. A, a, a religious leader okay. Well, okay, was okay, invited okay. to the. I mean, has been invited to the okay. uh, defense headquarters. I saw the, a, a headline. I was in a hurry mm-hmm. when I think it was Punch newspaper. So I'm not too sure at the moment. And so the question I ask myself: How do we resolve this issue? I, I know efforts were made to provide early warning or to create early warning structure in several communities. I know efforts were made in the past to establish the interfaith um, uh, um, council, mediation council. Security meetings are taking place, and all of these things are still happening. But let's not forget that at the peak of all of this crisis, people kept saying that Mongo was not likely going to happen. And the reason was because if you go to Mongo, for example, in every family you're likely to have people across different, I mean, and to divide, I mean, the two faiths uh, living at one. Then how did we miss the mark? How do we allow other people to influence us? And like somebody rightly pointed, the other day I was listening to, uh, I was, of course, it was on social media, that a man was arrested. He said that they hired people from some from neighboring state who was giving names. And the question I asked myself, have those people been arrested before you're making this um, information public? The idea of giving this information is it to tell us that you're working, you're solving the problem, or you just want to put the news out there to allow the people who have time to run away. So I think we're gradually losing our humanity. We're becoming animals. We're animalistic in our thinking. We're no longer having that sympathy and empathy for, for other human beings. Otherwise, how can you be killing somebody and you're recording it? I mean, what, 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 what sense is that? It's insane. It's insane. You're killing someone. The person is even begging you. You're telling the person, look, I'm going to kill you. You killed the person. You insulted the dead body. You recorded it and you're enjoying Now, in other countries, such individuals will be tracked. And the law will take its full cause because there's sufficient evidence to, to match their faces and to identify them. But who wants to do that? And this is because we're sharply divided. Remember that in Plateau State, on record, and I'm speaking on a live radio program, we had a situation where the state was sharply divided among the security agencies. Some people were saying that, look, we are more comfortable with the police or the MOPO. Why another person was saying that we're more comfortable with the military? What, what do we do? How with can this we, how growing, can we do that? You know, lack of confidence from the civilian populace, you know, and the security agencies, not to even mention anybody, because these calls are again resurfacing, Comrade God, What do we do? Where do we go from here? Do we rather have a society without law enforcement agencies? Or what exactly is the problem? And these are guys, mark you, that continue to carry out corporate social responsibilities across communities to build confidence, to say, look, we're working with you, we're willing to ensure that there is cordial relationship between you and your neighbors, or whatever it is they want to go. What do we do here? Honestly, asking, taking the security people off the, the, the conflict area is not a solution. The issue will degenerate. But there's All a we trust need, deficit. Yes, there's a trust deficit. And this trust deficit is because we're dealing with humans. It's happening because people have a perception. It's happening because people see that, look, certain things are going wrong and nobody's doing anything. And let me remind you something. You see, because I've lived in just long enough and I've seen how this crisis have grown, the tendency most likely is that if you hit me, you have ample time to hit me. And by the time I regroup and I want to hit you back, the security idea, and when the security say, look, give a don't go fight God, you get upset because you ask the simple question, where were they when I was hitting you? Those kind of things give people a wrong impression about the situation. And so the security agencies themselves need to do a lot of confidence building to assure people of their impartiality, to assure people of their availability to support, and their response rates need to increase tremendously for them to be able to respond. Now, secondly is the fact that the people themselves must give the security agencies the benefit of doubt. To like, look, we know you're trying. We know this is Nigeria. We know there are challenges. But please, can you try more? 
can you give us more of your support in in the fight between um, in, in in the in the um, Gulf region? We know how families are giving food security people, for example, to say, "Look, we believe in you." <laughs> in Nigeria, how many persons want to do that? And so I am trying. I was. I, I'll do my best to balance this argument. That look, what we demand from these people, what exactly are we bringing to the table to support them to work? And in the first instance, if there was total peace, these young men and women wouldn't have left their barracks to be on the street. And secondly, I mean, thirdly again, when you have internal security threat, it's the work of the police. But over the years, the police have been weakened. And so in every state of the Federation, as today, you have strong military presence. And so when you, when, when you get, when you, when you're everywhere on the street yourself, you, the tendency that you become compliance and accept the norms and become part of the system is likely to be there. But when you're, 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 you're brought from your barracks to intervene and you go back, you're immune to some of these accusations that, that people uh, place on you. And so I think we need to start asking this question. Do we need to strengthen our police? Do we need to equip our police to do their work? Across Where regions, is the issue of Mopo? Across our, our, um, different administrations, yeah. Comrade Gad, we keep hearing that the police has been weakened. True. And these people come to you to say, look, we have tried to revamp, or we have even revamped the Nigerian police. You hear different IGPs telling you we have deployed intelligence, whatever. Making, just about yesterday, I understood you know, that the police were on a surveillance. Apparently, with helicopters, it means perhaps there's a change in facility or equipment, or there is some sort of improvement. The police of today is it the same with the police of say five, six, ten years ago? No, I don't think they are, the police of today are the same with the police of yesterday's. Um, I'm not sure the motivation and the morale is, is the same. I'm not even sure whether they are properly motivated and have what it takes. For example, a couple of years ago, people will call you and say, "Come to Abuja and rest." There's so much heat on the plateau. As we speak now, you know Abuja is no longer safe. People are now looking for where to go to. Several years ago, people would run to their villages because the town is too true, hot for true, them. Now true. nobody goes to the village. At the beginning of this mango issue, I, 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 I have on record several people that I know that have relocated to the state capital. Some of them, when they care, I was like, ah, guys, this thing will not last long. How who are you leaving the community for? But I have been feeling so guilty if they had listened to me and, and, and didn't take those, those steps because probably as I, now some of them would have been alive. So I think again... The issue is how sincere are we to address these killings? How sincere are we to address this issue? And uh, you know, whenever the twin evil of ethnicity and religious come into play, we're in trouble. And most often than not, we have people celebrating our dividers than our connectors. And so each time the divide, the divide becomes stronger than the connectors, we're in trouble. And so every day we wake up, the lines are becoming sharper, People are taking extreme position, and people are no longer sincere. I think only a few of us try to strike a balance when we talk. And again, I get worried. People, what people say in the public and what they do behind is not the same. And so this is where we are. And again, we are not even talking about food security and the implication of this crisis, not only on Plateau State, but on Nigeria as a nation. And so what is the, t- the thinking of Mr. President in addressing this issue? What, and, and, and again, I may be wrong. I'm not sure I saw the kind of inflow of people after the Christmas, uh, the pre-Christmas killing, I'm yeah. not sure whether the IG has been to Plateau State. I'm not sure that the Chief of Army staff have come by a second time. I'm not sure that the Vice President uh, was here again. Now the issue is that have they given up? Are they indifferent? Or are they thinking outside the box? And we must hold leaders accountable. There's no two ways about it. Let's talk about the accusation uh, you know, level on the military 
especially by the Khan uh, chairman in Mangu and the response of the military, you, you know, in that regard. This is not the first time that people will come out, especially people from Plateau, crisis hit area. They say, we don't trust the military, we don't trust the military. Change, you know, uh, the security agencies that will protect us. Why do you think, you know, that is recurring as a pattern uh, in the violent conflict, you know, in Plateau? People show lack of trust, you know, to the military or on the military, and then they will change the GOC, and then, but the killings, you know, will still continue. Well, I think, um, again, I, 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 um, I know the defense headquarters have sent an invitation to the chairman to come and explain himself. And I hope, um, sincerely hope that um, um, he has enough evidence, um, not necessarily enough evidence, but he's able to present his argument why he has that perception of feeling. Yeah, yeah. And it's left for the military to take those points he's going to drop, mm. to say that, look, how do we improve on this perception? Perception can be stronger than reality. And once people have a wrong perception about you, it takes a lot for you to cleanse yourself and to make them see you the other way around. And one of those things is for you to be professional. As an individual, I would definitely be worried that when this first incident took place, I'm not sure of the date or month now, mm. we were told in very clear terms that the military, the STA was moving its um, headquarters to Mangu. Mm. It means that they were taking a very decisive step to address the issue. Yeah. And then later, this issue busted up again. And we had it before Christmas, and we had it a few days after Christmas. And like I stated initially when I started this conversation with you, mm -hmm. if those all were errors, the ones that happened on Wednesday or some few days back, how do we define that? So when you, when you have, when I trust you the responsibility, and every time things go wrong, I'm bound to start asking questions. That's right. Is it that you don't have the capacity or you're part of the problem? And then we need to ask those questions for you to tell us, no, I'm not part of the problem. I'm part of the solution. And this is what I'm doing to, to, to um, speak. I think it was on your program that had argued that the, 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 the military high command should need to decentralize their information mechanism. You cannot sit in Abuja and keep addressing issue of Plateau, address issues of Zamfara. I mean, trust somebody out here to be able to be your spokesperson oh, that will be them. able to address issues. And give people real-time information and be able to uh, uh, um, save the situation. And while I put this blame on the security agencies, I equally want to ask the Plateau State Government, what are you doing to safeguard the lives of your people? Well, that's a big, big, big uh, question. In case you're just tuning in, we've been having a chat with Comrade Gacha Mikey, looking at uh, the uh, bloodbath in uh, Mangu and, you know, environs. I would say in, in Plateau, you know, my heart uh, bleeds especially, you know, that Mangu is... Uh, in, in all of Plato, Plato people are generally peaceful, uh, but Mongo has a special diversity, you know, that I admire, you know, uh, Christian, Muslims, uh, all in belonging to one family. And then even the Muslims, you know, they're, you know, they have their own cultural identity, you know, that they so respect and, you know, they uh, cherish. I think culture is one of the most powerful um, uniting factors uh, of homo sapiens because if you share same um, language, if you share same music, uh, same uh, how to dress, how to raise children, how to marry, uh, how to... I mean, that is basically culture and is one thing that really ties human beings uh, strong. But if I, you know, this kind of divisions, it's, um, it's very well, painful. Let me just quickly add a point that um, yeah. I, we, we don't need to forget. Those people that were alleged to be repentant Boko Haram, 
that were told at some point were going to be recruited into our security jails. Did that happen? If it happens, then we need to start thinking about it. A couple of years ago, in Dubai, we were told that about 12 persons or so were sponsoring terrorism in Nigeria. Yeah. The government, it was the Dubai government, the Emirate government that found those people, not the Nigeria government. They gave out the list where those people arrested. If they were, were they prosecuted? If they are prosecuted, which prison are they in? And so each time you have this, I think recently too, I was told of a government in the northern part of Nigeria that said that you're going to recruit some people. Is it, is it into the police or some kind of... And, and in then there was, there, Yes, there was a lot of press Talks. statements. I, good, doubts. Yeah. So the issue is that each time you have this kind of issue happening, who is addressing and who is ensuring that it doesn't happen? And so, again, this is uh, part of the reason why we are where we are. Very painful. 0812187777 or call 0905566699 Gilbert. On Facebook, we are JFM Live. On X, tweet at us at JFM Just. Let's take the first call. Hello and good evening. Good evening, Porter. Tell us your name. Yeah, join the conversation. Hello. We're listening. Tell us the name and join the conversation, sir. Sorry, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, sorry about it. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening, Mr. Fantastic um, and Gilbert and, and also the, the guest party that is in the studio. Uh, my name is Honorable Zhang Azi. I'm calling from uh, Just Not. Thank you for calling. We're listening. Uh, since in the morning, I was inside the room. I'm not even feeling the mood to talk. Because of this issue of lo- Mongol local government area, mm. and this issue now, people like to say that is, uh, is, is that is this thing is politics. I on this issue now. When you say this issue is politics now, that is to say you are you are you are, you are even directing 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 Because when you say it's politics, it's indigent other indigents and the other church that is doing politics in politics. And you want to tell me. Uh, this issue now is the indigenous party within themselves. No. No, no uh, uh, hello. I, I hope you are not saying that we said that it's politics. No, no, no. I'm not saying you. It's oh, politics. okay, okay. Go ahead, yeah. Just to get uh, set the record straight. Continue, sir. Thank you. Go ahead, yeah. Yes, sir. You see, you see now, uh, we should look at this this issue now. This crisis starts as soon as far young children and uh, we heard about it. And up to today, keep continuing. It's clear indication that the Fulani, that they are grooming, they are grooming, grooming themselves to kill the indigenous of uh, the people of the state and take their land. That is what I want people to understand it very clearly. And I want to say it if we do not unite. Let me tell you, even you in the studio, you know how find you will find yourself tomorrow not being in, there, in that studio. So we are calling the people of Plateau State, especially because I don't even understand what the Plateau youth are saying. Because we are not even hearing anything from them. They're supposed to come out and say this thing and condemn this thing and also look for the solution. We will not continue talking when this thing where people are killing people and we are still and we'll be staying. And I'm telling you now this thing will consume us. So definitely and also in the side of the government. I want the government to see this issue of technology that we're saying. Even the governor from Homicide can mobilize this technology called the let's put the GPRS cameras and other things like even to launch the satellite that would track these people even from your room that you're coming up to see you and send the security to arrest that person before that this thing happens. But when we keep saying it and send this kind of security that we use the orthodox uh, style of the security we'll never uh, we'll never solve the solution of thank the you, thank you. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello? 0812187 or call 0905566699. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello? Hello? Okay. I don't know what's going on. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello? Okay. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Hello? Okay. Maybe you take uh, Facebook right. while yes. try to yes. refresh Let's the look line. at Facebook. And Yuzang Asi says, I don't like what the security agencies are doing. Have they called the killers to order or arrest some of the perpetrators? If some men of God speak, they would be arrested or interviewed. How about those that killed the people and even made some video recordings? Wapnen Goma says, there must have been a reason why the citizens will agitate for not trusting the security personnel any longer. Governments should be prudent in deploying their personnel in conflict areas. And security personnel's welfare should be well taken care of to avoid compromises for some may compromise if care is not taken. Ahmad Magawata says, they are fellow citizens of Plateau. We face a critical moment in Plateau State, Nigeria. Um, okay, in Plateau State and Nigeria, as tension escalates, it is vital that we come together, support our security personnel, and address this crisis urgently. To restore peace, we must engage in open dialogue, listening to each other's concerns, and finding common ground. Retaliation will only deepen the wounds we bear. Haji Slim, Haji Slim says, we need to defend ourselves and our land because the killing of man is not good. Videoing people being killed is to put fear in the eyes of the people, but fear not because we are to defend ourselves. Life is one. And Ayuba Moses Kwanga says, all we need is peace in Plateau State. We all have a common enemy in the state. It's time we all stand together and fight this battle. Achon Jeff, my wada says, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. We pray for peace on the plateau. And Suleiman Jibril is saying, The causes of the fresh killings in Mango, the government of the day don't seem to care about what is happening. And this is sad. Comrade Dawes Longard says, It's very unfortunate that the defense headquarters will come out to deny the allegations made um, in that video. The killings of innocent people in Mango local government just an hour Okay, in Karen District, okay, um, it's tough for all of us. Denison Quidom says, personally, I don't like the way um, you guys are framing questions sometimes. Okay, this very particular moment is to speak peace rather than divisive words. Really don't get what you mean, but it's fine, that's your view. And Ambassador Joachim Dun says, I think it's clearly an issue of land grabbing and an extremist ideology. Only unity and solidarity can solve this. Charity Harley says, um, the Khan chairman in Mangu should be protected before we hear stories. And Ambassador Joachim Doom says, okay, he's giving a rundown of the background to this incident. And he says, it's not political. There is something underneath. Ponsak? Yeah, well, uh, let's go back to the phone lines, hoping that uh, it works. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. No, Ponsa, good evening. Yes, thank you for calling. We're listening. Tell us your name and join the conversation. I'm very cool, my Bernard on the line. 
Good evening, Comrade Shamak. Good evening. God bless you. Thank you. Is that how we ended? How have we come to this level? People have been killed and nobody cares. The country that I see that the people are dying in one of the states and the president left the country. This is a country where the military, the security are fine comparable. The notorious evidence is that nothing happens. Is that how we end our lives? Is that? And the, the the principal responsibility of the government, human life are their welfare. So which one, where do we go from there? No security of life, no welfareism, all the removal of subsidies just for the macro level, that is on the guys. Look at this, look at just my under some entrepreneurs are closing, packing up. And activities is at the low air. So I don't, I can't understand, but once I think we have come beyond the table, because we have a former president of the country, head of state. Why people like this? Can they sit up and they meet somebody like President Tinubu and they may not be the this is okay. Yeah, you cannot see Tinubu now. Maybe it's like our father here, go on. I saw in the other day, we were launching their book. He was able to go there. So look at where he's coming from. Look at what happened. And taking us for granted. Hello? Okay, maybe you call back when you get a chance. Sorry for losing connection. Hello, good, good evening. evening. Thank you for calling. Yes, good evening. Joseph. We got Shamaki in the studio. He's basically calling for Mango. Thank you for calling. What's going on? Tell us what's going on there, sir. Yes. Um, you see, when you hear people are crying for help, screaming for help, it's only thing that knows the type of shoe that they are into. But some people will fail to understand. And let me tell you something. I also want to appeal to um, the, this, this community because the day before yesterday attack that happened at Kwasnani, because we, we are aware that some some uh, uh, the attackers are coming from site of uh, Mahanga, right, and also from site of yeah. Bokos but have you? Country. Yeah. Uh, hello. We appreciate you telling us this information. But have you yes. spoken to the security agencies about what you know? Because I think that if let me tell you something, my brother, you will call security. You will call. You will call. They call. Then you will become tired. Have you called? I call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but. Let me tell. Uh, let me tell you. In as much as we appreciate you giving us this information, but if you give us yes. this information, we are not going to act on it. I mean, we don't have guns, yes. you know, to go and uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, protect. So yes, yes. I think the best people, the best uh, institution yes, yes. to report it is to uh, the yes, security, yes. so that they know. Okay. Uh, maybe you uh, okay, report okay. to them in writing. Yes, let me give some advice, please. You yeah. understand? Yeah. Because there are around around the boundary of Mangu and Bakiladi. Yeah. There's a place that they used to accommodate them. Those planning around that place, they are the ones that accommodate people. They launch the attack in the night. We hear their voice, they are passing. Let me give information to the, the chief of Bakiladi, please. 
the problem of Mango and Barkeladi. Investigate that, that those families that are around the boundary between Barkeladi and Mango. It's those people that accommodate them. They go accommodate them in the when night reach, then they win and launch the attack. Please see for Barkeladi. The boundary between you and Mango, please do something about it. Around Mabang can too much of precise. Please, the floor need that place. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I understand your point. Thank you. Let them take action of those people. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. you also have thank you, thank you, yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, hello. Very good evening. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name and join the conversation, please. Thank you very much. Uh, this is People's Voice, the voice of Angora Kubata, Dado Atiba Solomon. We are listening. Good evening. Thank you very much. Uh, if there's a two men are not going to operate under a neutral position, that is where we'll have to see the green light of the space. Because I have had, I have so very many brothers and friends here in Mangu. The report that we've been hearing from them is not healthy to us in this situation. It is expected that the security men should operate in a very neutral ground. They have reported, they have reported that the security men will just send people, the some side of people, and they are not even balancing the, 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 to handle the situation. And the people have been crying that they should remove Nigerian army from here. Simply means that. The activities of the those particular set of equipment is not accepted in Mangu in this situation. Yeah, but yeah, comrade Antibas, let me ask you. If yes. you remove the military in Mangu, do the people of Mangu have guns? You know, because these killers come with guns. Do they have guns to protect themselves? I, well, I th yeah, I think that uh, they're... There are always better ways, you know, to uh, solving a problem. My professor in school would say there are different routes to get to terminals. Uh, you can choose to co uh, come from any, but as long as the destination is uh, terminals. But I, I truly, you know, think that for us, you know, talking bad about the military, it brings down their morale. We know that. Am I saying that the military is perfect? Absolutely not. But what I'm saying is that the bad ones, we shouldn't, you know, generalize of there are bad ones. But should okay, always, you know, that. speak in such a way to uh, encourage them and to always report the bad yes, ones, you sir. know, to the authorities. Yes, for yes. yes, I, I understand what you're saying. They say they prefer mobile police. And can they, all those, those policemen, can they, can they reveal the public among themselves? The people should reveal and that's what they're saying. Yeah. They cannot reveal the bad among themselves and the situation is not good for them. They are, they are the ones. They say the person that put the shoes on, they swear they do pay him. And the rest of the members, this is, where they, this is how these people are handling them. They have been crying out. So in fact, can they leave these people to continue to kill them? That is the point of the city of Prevante, Prevante Police. Thank you. Now, there are animals operating under a neutral ground. If they Thank don't you. do, then they are ready to kill people. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Uh, good evening, Paul Sack. Yes, tell us your name and join the and conversation, again, please. Yeah. Please, I'm a security officer. I don't want to disclose my, my identity. Okay, but, you know, uh, for you saying that, uh, I don't no, have any proof. I don't have evidence. to. But go ahead. Go ahead. Please, please. Now, presently in Kerang, Mangulaka government, soldiers are entered, entering house to house to search, you know, uh, the houses of uh, 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 inhabitants in that place. Why is it that they are doing this kind of thing? Presently, this is what I'm telling you. So that the whole world will hear what is happening. So, let the whole world hear. Why should they be doing this? Why? Why? 
They want to clear us in Plateau State or in Mangud local government. No, the security is Even not there now, to clear. Let me tell you. Yeah. Another report now that uh, like Fulanis are coming with uh, marshals from Kwanpan, and I believe they are coming towards that place. I am saying this so that people will hear. Yeah, but, the whole world hear this. yeah, but if you tell people, what will people do with that information? Thank you. So I, I, I perfectly understand that, look, we are pain, we are frustrated. Yeah. I, I do so understand why that. Why they go to where the, the Muslims are? To search no, their it's not. Let's, let's, you see, that is, you know, the perception, you know, uh, that Comrade Shamaki, you see it's, how tough, you know, yes. this job can yeah, be at yeah, times. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because if people, uh, and if people call me, whether, you know, on air or off air, if people call me to say, ah, uh, there are some killers, you know, so I say, okay, you tell me now, what will I do? I, I, I don't control a battalion. I don't go. Just speak to the security agencies and have it documented. And I, I know that these things can be frustrating. Very, Even very, us, you know, very. sitting behind the microphone, it's not as if, you know, we're happy saying uh, some of the things, you know, we're saying. But we want society to remain intact. We don't want society to lose uh, its fiber or its nerve, you know, of society. Anyway, you know, Gonza, when people become very emotional... Even when you have a point, you lose the point mm -hmm. because you allow your emotions to take the better part of you. Yeah. And I think that one of the things we need to be deliberate about in this crisis moment is the control of our emotions. We need to be sensitive. We need to wear all of our, our lenses that will make us to be religious, cultural, and otherwise sensitive. We need to downplay the issue of APC, PDP. Yeah. We need to go back to where did we miss the mark. When this issue started and, and killings were taking place in Barikin Ladia and other places, real people say it's the Biron people problem. Yeah. It moved to Basa, people say it's the, it's the uh, Uruguay. Uh, Uruguay people's problem. It came to another place, people say no, it's the Mushere's people. We, until we make it our collective problems, we may not have the solution to it. Yeah. And I think that government needs to be firm and the government needs to be fair to everybody. The security agencies too must continue to do their best. And they need to speak more. They need to reach out. They need to let people know the effort they are making, the challenges they are facing. And then we can help them amplify it so that government will respond to those issues and address this issue the way they need to be addressed. I tell you that it does none of us any good yeah, speak that these killings are taking place. Speak about what's going on in the University of Joss as the chairman of the alumni. Uh, well, again, uh, um, I, I, I think um, I was told about the um, the conversation on your station yeah. uh, on issue of uh, tuition fee and stuff like that. And I tell you without missing word, if today you bring two young men between um, to this moment to say who is the SUG president, I don't know the person. But in September, when this issue of tuition fee came on, uh, my colleagues and I in the alumni um, uh, ESCO went mm. to meet with the Dean of Student Affairs, who is a, a, a very senior comrade, and we expressed our worry That's about Dr. the situation. Pinguna. Yes. Okay. Oh, we expressed our worry about the situation, and he assured us that he was going to have that conversation with the management of the university and let them know that we have this meeting and this is our thought. And true to it, he did. And it was after that meeting that a downward review was done. The, oh. the review was carried out. It, students were told about the review. You had the option of disagreeing at that moment to say, look, we are not part of this conversation. But do you know what? I don't want to spend too much energy, but I'm even worried about the quality of leadership we have in our unionism. Not only at the level of University of Jos, but even across the country. A lot of people now occupy office not because they have anything to offer. Mm. The joy and the pleasure that I am the SUG president or the joy and the pleasure that I occupy this position. And so you cannot go that far and then now distorting the system, confusing everybody. If, they, if, if the student union government real, have idea that look, there is uh, people that have been there before you, consultation is one of the things you need to do. Absolutely. How do we go about this? 
we have a lot of people that respect us within the university. There are people that listen to us when we talk. And we could go back and say, okay, well, yes, you've done well. And let me tell you, we've done our own finding. I, I, it may have changed by this morning. But as the last time we checked, the University of Joss, in the whole of the North Central and Northern part of Nigeria, I was told that it's one of the universities that is paying to fee at that level. It's cheap. The tuition fee is cheap. It's cheap. Saying. That's what I was told. And, but again, I agree that the economy of Plateau, and like somebody argued, mm. probably 70% of the students are indigenous to, to Plateau. Mm. And so we now know that, look, the crisis here, the confusion there, the economy is not good, and so people have legitimate cry. But as much as you have legitimate cry, you must present it in such a way that people are able to listen to you. Thank you. And your level of engagement should have been ahead of time, Don't, mm. not, not when things have gone wrong. Thank you. Thank you, Comrade Shamaki, for always uh, come, uh, coming and uh, helping society with your brilliant thoughts and ideas. Gilbert, your final word. I think um, good always defeats evil. That's yeah. according to Aristotle, mm. and it uh, will never change. Yeah. Just like Jesus Christ has, has said that he has set up uh, his kingdom mm. and the gates of hell will Shall not be uh, so that is, you know, my firm faith and my firm belief. My name is Ponsak Fanab. Joan will bring you the news, 6 o'clock, top of the hour. Do have a good evening. Bye now. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.